Hello and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend, and today we continue with Lesson 12, Receive the Pearls of Grace, Section 3, A Meditation of Release. And we continue with Paragraph 20, where Jeshua says, In every moment you experience the fruit of the flowers springing forth from the garden that you have well prepared to receive the rain of grace. The good, the holy, and the beautiful flow through your unobstructed mind that rests in perfect marriage or union with that which is your creator, your source, evermore, evermore, and evermore. So we're kind of picking up in the middle of this idea from last episode, last paragraphs, where Jeshua is saying when you become awake, you all you want to do is extend the good, the holy, and the beautiful that it is your destiny and that you get to join alongside Jeshua and, and an infinite number of awakened beings who know who they are, who all they want to do is extend, express, create the good, the holy and the beautiful through them. And this is, he's staying with this analogy of the soil, that your consciousness is like the soil. And our, our job is to till the soil, to keep the soil prepared so that it's an optimal environment for the seed of love to flourish. And if our soil is hardened, if we don't mind and tend to the soil, the rain of grace, the love that is available to us always, it can't get in. It's not that it's not, it's always raining. It's always raining grace. But if the soil of our heart is closed, is hardened, we can't receive it. So all of these practices, especially lessons one up through, this is now 12, are designed to soften the soil of your heart, as Jeshua says. And everything, when the soil is optimal, the seed grows and it bears fruit. And this is the good, the holy, and the beautiful. In creation, through us, we don't really have to have a plan, so to speak. We don't have to effort and try so hard. We just have to be present and be consistent in our practices. But these things flow through your unobstructed mind that rests in perfect union with the Creator, oneness, union, a marriage you're wedded with your creator with source. But the key word here is unobstructed mind. We're the one who put in the obstacles. That's why the Rumi quote, seek not for love. Love is your natural state. You don't have to seek to try and be loving. That's who you naturally are. When you feel safe, when you feel whole, when you feel abundant, when you feel at peace, you're naturally loving. When you feel empowered, you feel naturally loving. And Ruby says, seek for the obstacles that you've built up against love and root those out. Heal, bring healing there. Seek all the ways that you are invested in limitation and lack and loss and separation and powerlessness and see the choice that you're making and then make a different choice. It is that simple. He continues, not a bad way to spend eternity. But if you look ahead and feel that there's a distance between where you are and where that reality is, you'll miss the opportunities required right where you are to practice where you're going, 
by being it now. You have heard it said that a journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step, and the beginning is every bit as important as the end, for the beginning, for in the beginning, the end is already present. So let's break this down a little bit. Jeshua saying, hey, not a bad way to spend eternity expressing and being the vehicle for creation of the good, the holy, and the beautiful through you. And that's however love is wanting to be expressed through you. But if you look ahead, if you're judging and comparing yourself to Jesus or Jeshua or other masters or other teachers or where you think you should be, if you are constantly looking ahead, you're going to miss where you are, the opportunities right here. Because in truth, there's nowhere to get to. There's only here, there's only now, and there's only this. So if you're constantly judging your progress or lack thereof, comparing yourself to where you think you should be, other spiritual teachers, you're judging what your life, what you think your life should look like when you're more loving or when you're less judgmental or when you're more spiritual or when you're happier, when this, when the job or the money or the partnership or the kid or whatever comes along to be happy, to make you feel a certain way. If you're always looking out there, you're going to miss all of the things right in front of your face that are required. You can't skip steps. And the step The first step is the one right here. Whatever you are moving through in your life, maybe it's you're experiencing a lack of like purpose and a depression. Maybe you're going through some health challenges or someone you care about is going through some health challenges. Maybe you're going through some financial challenges. Maybe you hate the way your body looks when you look in the mirror and you're so self-conscious and judging yourself. Maybe your kid's struggling with something and you just want to make it better for them so you don't feel bad. These things, the things right in front of you in your daily life are the way. They're not in the way to get past to some happy green day in the future, green pastures on the other side. No, this is your curriculum. Again, stop comparing your curriculum to anyone else's. Stop comparing your timeline, not just to anyone else's, but to what you think it should be. This is it. And how loving is that? How amazing, how easy and graceful is that? Life's like, it's right here. It's your daily life. You don't need to go anywhere. You don't need to get anywhere. You don't need to wait until some appointed time. No, it's right here. That's how loving, that's how easy, that's how graceful it is. But we're so busy in our head onto the next thing, waiting for the next thing to feel a certain way, to be a certain way, that we miss it. But life loves you so much, it's right in front of you. I can't say it enough. And like everything, when I say something, I'm saying it as a reminder to myself as well. And Jeshua says it's to practice where you're going. This is all practice. It's about process and practice. There's no final grade that determines your worth. It's practice every day. And you practice where you're going. If you want to be loving, you want to be abundant, you want to be generous, you want to be kind, you want to be empowered, you want to be joyful. Again, don't wait for that thing. Just look, be honest of where you're waiting to be a certain way for something to happen, for someone to change, for some circumstance to be different. Practice where you're going by being it now, because now is all there is. I I saw some, maybe it's a Buddhist teaching. I saw some Instagram reel, which was some teaching that most people live, have 
do, be. When I have the thing, then I can do certain things, then I'll be a certain way. When I have the money, then I can do certain things, I'll go on vacation, then I can be relaxed, as an example. Versus the way that it works is be, do, have. I'm going to be relaxed. I'm going to be abundant. I'm going to be generous. Maybe I don't have the dollars in the bank to be generous and give money away and buy things, but I can be generous of my heart. I can be generous with compliments. I can be generous with kindness. I can be generous with patience. Be who you think you're going to be when that thing happens. Be and then do and then let your actions flow from who you're being. And then you'll have everything that you ever wanted because the have is the fruit. The seed is being. He says, you've heard it said that a journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step, which yes. And Jeshua says in the beginning is every bit as important as the end. For in the beginning, the end is already present. What does that mean? It's when this is why willingness and commitment is everything. The moment you are all in for yourself, for God, for awakening, for love, yes, you're going to make mistakes along the way. We do that. Leave that judgment at the door. But once you're like, I'm in this, then everything rushes to you. Everything supports you in, in giving you opportunities to be that which you say you want to be. I want to be more loving. I want to be more kind to myself. Well, here are a whole lot of situations now in your life where you're judging yourself. So instead of being like, oh, I'm backtracking, I'm not being loving. No, those are the situations coming into your life now to be loving to yourself. For in the beginning, the end is already done because it's about being not what you produce. That's And I said it in the last episode. I'll say it again. Your, your, your heart's desire, your goals, your dreams, these things that you want to bring into existence – in and of themselves, they mean nothing. Sorry if a part of you doesn't want to hear that. In and of themselves, as a thing itself, to start a business, to get married, to lose weight, to whatever your goal is, whatever your dream is, to write a book and have it be in a bookstore. In and of itself, that means nothing. It's who you become in the process of creating that. And who you become, the courage, the love, the commitment, the, the discipline, the belief in yourself, that energy gets poured into what you create. So the thing you create is the expression of the energy within you that wants to move through you. So, for example, the statue of the David was, let's say, an inspiration that Michelangelo had, he had a vision inside of his mind's eye to create the statue called the David. Now, the David in and of itself is a piece of marble that's been carved to look a certain way. It doesn't hold any magic, but it, it's a symbol. It's an expression of the vision that came through, the love, the willingness to show up, the mastery, the dedication in form. But so often we worship the form and the creation when it's really the the energy and the consciousness and the beingness of the creator that is really what – not that we should worship, but like that's the real stuff. That's where that came from, and I know that's not tangible like a statue, but just look at your own life like that. 
Look at where you can show up in a different way, and then what you do will be an extension of that, and what you create will be another extension of that. So Jeshua says the way of transformation, this is what's coming in Lesson 13 and beyond. The way of transformation asks you to truly become present where you are, to deliberately and consciously cultivate with every thought and every breath the willingness necessary that allows the root of fear to be dissolved so that the good, the holy, and the beautiful are all that emanate from you like a beacon being sent out to creation around you. So this is what we are being invited into, to be present where we are right now. Right now, wherever you are listening to this, maybe you're driving, maybe you're walking your dog, maybe you're in your kitchen doing the dishes, maybe you're in bed at night or in the morning, just to become present where you are in this moment. And I would also add, like in this chapter of your life, and to deliberately and consciously cultivate, grow, practice, not be perfect, but consciously and deliberately grow and cultivate with every thought and every breath, the willingness necessary. It's a willingness. It's a commitment and a willingness. I'm here. I'm here for it, God. I'm here for it, love. I'm here for it, higher self. I'm here. I'm going to keep showing up. I am willing. I don't always know how. I make mistakes, but I'm willing and I'm going to keep showing up. Versus I'm not willing, I'm closed, I know the right answer, this is bullcrap, right? Notice the difference? If you're willing, you're open. You can receive what's necessary that allows the root of fear to be dissolved, the root of fear inside of you, and that's always love. So that the good, the holy, and the beautiful are all that emanate from you. It's just You can't help it. You don't have to try and emanate the good, the holy, and the beautiful. It's like the sun. The sun doesn't try to shine light in all directions ceaselessly. That's what it is. It's the nature of it. And that's the same with you. You don't have to try and be good. You don't have to try and be loving. Seek not for love because that's what you already are. It will just be. People will feel your presence when you walk in a room. They'll want to talk to you. They'll want to be around you. They'll just feel better having had some interaction, whether it's your emails or your texts or a video you post on social media or a card you send in the mail or just a tiniest interaction in the grocery store at the post office, you will be the light of love wherever you go and you don't have to try. Like a beacon being sent out to creation around you, you'll just be shining your light. So Jeshua says, last paragraph for today, do not delay, do not waste time. Time can indeed be wasted, but listen well, for time can also waste. You have a saying we would perceive in many of your silly movies where someone gets wasted, quote unquote. How many times have you been the one who has said to yourself, well, I think I'll just waste myself. How many ways have you gone unconscious? How many ways have you numbed your feelings? How many ways have you judged your brother or sister? How many ways have you decided to hold on to thoughts such as, quote, I could never do that. What's the point? It's a waste. Oh, yes. You just put a gun to your head and pulled the trigger. You have wasted yourself by wasting time. And Jeshua said this before, and he's saying it with a little more kind of urgency and and direct directness. Like you can take as much time as you need, but why waste it? 
Everything's waiting for you. The glory of the kingdom of love, of infinite creation and power and joy and all the good things. Everything is here now. It's it's here. You can come here anytime. Why waste time? How much more do you want to suffer? And time can be wasted. But you can also waste yourself, he's saying. And, and he gives us examples. How many times have you been the one who said to yourself, well, I think I'll just waste myself. I'll go unconscious. How many times have you numbed your feelings? I mean, we all do it. How do you do it? Gambling? Marijuana use? Well, it's just recreation. It takes the edge off. You're numbing your feelings. You're numbing the anxiety. You're numbing the fear. You're numbing the depression. You're numbing the sadness. You're numbing the anger. Shopping? Pornography? I was going to say sport fucking, just like finding a partner, like mutual masturbation sex, gambling, binge watching. You know, there's an some people numb their feelings. And I know exercise is really healthy, but some people hide in exercise. Well, I'm just going to work out nonstop all the time because I don't want to feel my feelings. People will do anything. Reading novels. Hey, I'm just going to read. the, And I love reading. But you can use pretty much almost anything to not feel your feelings, to numb, to avoid telling yourself certain truths and acknowledging certain things. So it's so valuable to just be honest with yourself and be like, this is how I do it. I drink too much. This is how I do it. I use, I, you know, I, I use the drugs. And a lot of us know we're doing it, but we're like, I don't know any other way or I'm not in an environment where other people, you know, I'm in an environment where other people are kind of doing the same thing. That's just what we do in our society. We eat junk food. We binge watch shows. We get lost in sports. You know, we go on the Internet. We all the things that we do now, there's a million. The technology is getting more and more to make it more and more entertaining. There's so much entertainment out there where you don't have to feel anything. You don't have to go within it all. How many ways have you judged your brother or sister? Just notice that. Just no, not to judge, not as food to judge yourself, but just notice where are you judging someone else? Oh, that person's different. Oh, that person looks funny. Or that person's mean. Whatever it is, you're even if it's a very justifiable judgment, you're still in judgment. You're still wasting yourself. And he gives another example. How many times have you played small? I could never do that. What's the point? It's a waste of effort. I could never be that big. I could never shine. I could never be that successful. Right? How many times, how, how often do we put ourselves down? Do we not believe in ourselves? We've all done this. Everybody, all of us. You're a human. You've had this experience. But he's pointing out these ways so we can really start to wake up to what we are doing to ourselves, to how we're wasting ourselves. And he's also giving us exercises, practices, ways of seeing ourselves differently to make different choices. So it's not, well, I don't know how long it's going to take. It could take lifetimes. But as long as you're in the game, as long as you're saying yes and showing up and you have a level of commitment and discipline and accountability to yourself and you want to come back to it over and over and over, you're committed to waking up even if it takes lifetimes. I don't know how long my it's going to take for me. I don't know how long it's going to take for you, but I'm going to keep showing up because like anything in life, every 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 choice I make that's different. 
Every choice I make to keep my heart open versus closing it and judging someone who maybe has a different belief system than me, every time I keep it open, I'm moving a little, let's say, for lack of a better analogy, I'm moving a little forward than if I stay in the same place. So it might take a thousand lifetimes or it might take a year. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm just going to do my part, which is show up and do the work and have the courage to do the work to look at myself, to love myself, to see where I'm making limited choices, to see where my fear is and and love myself through it, feel it and step forward into who I know I am. Just like I'm inviting you to step forward into who you truly are. No more wasting yourself. So we're going with a shorter lesson today, 20 minutes. My kids got home from school. That's why and I can hear them making noises in the background. So it's time to wrap it up. But anyways, as always, it's fun. I love this. I love being on the journey with you. We're doing it together. Progress, not perfection. Uh, give yourself some grace. Thanks for listening. Be a part of the community. If you want to send me an email just saying hi that you're listening, I love hearing from you. Hello at revelationbreathwork.com. And if you get value from the podcast, you want to share it with somebody, please do. Give us a good review, like, subscribe, all those deals. And uh, we'll see you next time.